Hi guys, welcome back to the Beauty of Boxing podcast with your host, Melody Joy. Today I'm interviewing a really special fighter from the UK, which I'm super, super excited about. Her name is Nicola Hurricane Hopewell. She is 2-0, made her professional debut March 2020. And luckily, she was still able to do that because of COVID. And then she fought again September 4th and is also fighting November 21st this year. So she has big things in store. So go ahead and take a listen to our little conversation. Here with Nicola Hurricane Hopewell from the United Kingdom. Welcome. Hi. So you're from, say it again. Worksop. I'm from Worksop. Work. Yeah, it's it's near Sheffield. Okay, okay. I'm gonna press live on the YouTube now. There it is. So anybody that um goes on my channel, then that will be able to see that they're like watching us. But <laughs> just in case, because then I always look to see who the viewers are, because then I'm like. Oh, wait a minute. Are they really watching now? Do I have to, like, talk normal? What am I saying? <laughs> but I, I don't want to get nervous. But welcome. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for coming on my podcast. I am so excited. You're my first UK fighter. Yay! Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited. Yes, I am too. And I am... Let me, let me see this in my notes. So I just wanted to um, start off by introducing you to our viewers and people that are going to be watching. Um, you are from the United Kingdom, and you are 2-0, correct? Yeah, that's correct. And you just, you you literally this year, in 2020, made your pro debut. Yeah. I yeah, didn't, luckily, I, I didn't March, even know. just before COVID. <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't even know that. I thought um, it was last year, and then I looked, and I was like, oh, well, but that's good. You made the most of COVID, and, you know, like yeah. us, we're not doing anything but you fighters are pursuing as hard as you can, I'm sure, because of COVID. Um, you guys are doing what you can, and luckily you have gotten fights. So I'm happy that yeah. you made your pro. Where, what city did you make your pro debut in? Uh, I did it in March. I did it in a town called Barrow. Um, it's back in March, yeah. So just before COVID hit. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so you got you got two fights in this year already. Yeah, I did that one in March, and then I did another one on the 4th of September. Uh, that was a, a behind-closed-doors one, so like no audience or anything like that. It was streamed on uh, on Fight TV. Yeah, I, ha I have your link, too, so I'll put it in the um, in the section below. I'll put your yeah. link for your next fight. And your next fight is coming up November 21st? Yeah, um, that's an all-female show one. So, so excited. Should be really good. Yeah, you know, what's crazy is that we, um, our promotion, we were thinking about coming back to um, having fights now that they're allowing us to have fights as long as we have like a bubble, no audience, obviously. And yeah. um, we were putting together an all-female card too. And we wanted it to be in October because of Breast Cancer Awareness Month. But mm -hmm. right, like, oh my, it was like, for the commission we had to have everything like six weeks ahead and we didn't it was like six weeks was the next week that we weren't yeah. going to be able to put it all together we had the card together but not like the 
finances and sponsors and everything because that's super expensive over here with COVID testing. So we didn't do it. And then Eddie Hearn put his all-female card out, which, of course, looks amazing. I'm so oh, happy. I love that one. I'm excited for Me that as well. Me too. I was so excited because I think the card came out and then the next time when they announced it that's when they announced um ebony bridges from yeah. australia oh my gosh and i totally love her i'm so happy and excited it makes me happy because i thought i even thought she was six and oh and she's four and oh yeah she's only she's four, four I and oh. when i get had a look so you could be getting your <laughs> title shot next year <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah, but two now so. right just get two more and we're on our way. <laughs> and even more exciting is she is training in um, Philadelphia right now. So she's in the United States, which yeah, I saw that. I'm so excited. She's so close. Like, she's like, am I really close to you? I'm like, well, I'm in LA, but not really close, but a three hour plane ride, you know, close <laughs> enough. And I was like, that's, you should have told me. I was like, that's so exciting. But I know, like, she's going to be busy training over there. And But just coming to the United States, getting to train here. Then she gets to go to the UK and fight on the title fights. Like, what? What is going on? I know, it's crazy, isn't it? But that's what women's boxing is doing. It's why I'm so excited. You know, like I said, I was kind of, like, not so into it because I was thinking... Like, nothing's happening, and I don't really like the way, you know, obviously I can't be a judge, but, you know, I didn't like the way the the way that they look at women in the sport. You know, yeah. either they're too feminine and they're acting, you know, slutty, um, or they're too masculine and they're trying to be men and too strong. And I was, yeah. it's just not fair because it's totally a double, double standard, but, I mean... We came in the game game late. <laughs> even even women in boxing as uh, media, like what I do, it's struggle. It's hard. There's not many. It's of really us. taken off now, though, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really taken off, and I think especially this year as well. Um, yes. I'm not sure about in in America, but I've noticed over here since COVID's hit and there's no amateur boxing. Um, all the like top professional, uh, the top amateurs, sorry. Um, who's boxed for GB? I've noticed they're all turning over because there's opportunities for them to box. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I've noticed over here as well. So yeah, here um, we still only have like um, you know not that much much exposure in in the United States for females. It's it's yeah. getting better, and, and you know in the United um, Kingdom, you guys are like kind of bringing it up. I think it's. I mean, it had. We, even as much as I would say I I, I don't care for um, promoters like Eddie Hearn. I mean, he's doing a lot for the sport. I can't be mad. I can't be mad. Like, in the beginning, I did not like when he came to the United States. I was so angry. <laughs> for our promoters, I was so angry. I was like, no, not Fast Eddie. But the amount of things that he has done, even with, with or without DAZN, like, it's it's amazing. And then the women and now an all-female boxing card. And then you got an all-female boxing card. We will yeah. soon have one in L.A. It's like, it's it's much, so many opportunities that um, I think it gives, like, uh, the smaller, you know, the littler girls and the amateurs, I think it gives them a lot of hope, too, because they're re- they really look up to you guys. Um, Definitely. You know, and they're, they're, we have, like, two or three little amateurs 
the the little girls oh my gosh i love them so much because they work so hard if not like triple what you guys work you know but they're seeing the opportunities are um coming along more yeah they can look up to you as well can't they um in our gym we've got quite a few uh little girls um but we've also got some some teenage girls we've we have got a gym full of girls really at our gym um so i turned over pro at the beginning of the year and had my my um debut and everything and then on the september fight that i had the other two girls at our gym that was at like there was at that age where they could turn pro they turned pro and they was on the same uh fight card as me um so that's that's two two other girls from our gym that's turned pro so our gym's actually got three professional females now and it's and we've trained together like since since they were kids basically since they're like 12 11 12 years old um so then i turned pro they've turned pro so it's it just shows you and then we've got like the little ones as well so hopefully the little ones will look up to us three now and then eventually when they get old enough they'll be able to follow in our footsteps as as an amateur did you i mean i don't know if it's different in the uk but like as an amateur did you aspire like to turn professional one day or like you weren't thinking like Olympics? A lot of our, our, our amateurs here, like their focus is the Olympics. Yeah. Their focus is like getting on the England team, getting on the GB team, um, then going to the Olympics. When I first started, um, I started as a hobby. It wasn't anything that I, I didn't expect to get on any sort of, gb england pathway mm-hmm. sort of anything i didn't expect to be turning professional um i just expected to i well i i started it i enjoyed the the actual training part um and then i wanted to have a go i wanted to get in the the ring and like have a go at a fight so my first fight um i had here in works off um and i won by a stoppage so <laughs> i got a little bit of confidence from that um and then i just carried on going um and then a a few years later i was on the england pathway Uh, so i did a i did a year on that um i went to the eis at sheffield where all the gb um team uh train and i did i did like a long weekend and i sparred the italians and that was really good experience uh, so I just kept going through it and I, I kept going into all the like the national championships and all the box cups so I won most of the box cups and I won um, three belts then yeah. you can see them behind me um, I won them we'd been abroad boxing for box cups to Ireland and Sweden um, and then end of last year it got to the point where I'd gone to Ireland and I'd boxed the a girl from half an hour down the road and I was boxing like I think I was like the fifth time I'd boxed it but I was boxing the same people over and over again and then I think that that just edged it for me a little bit that I'd been to I got to the finals of the championships and I'd lost to like the GB girls and stuff like that so now like what's next yeah and then it would just turn professional really like that was the next step that was you the next step. Like... So when I first started, I just did it as a hobby and I never, ever expected me to step into a boxing ring, never mind turn professional. How old were you when you started? Like recently? I was no. 23 when I started. and twenty. I just turned 29 the other week. Oh, wow. So you started literally as an adult, like... Yeah, yeah. 
I'm quite late starting. I only went just I went to get fit. But you still <laughs> that's good. But you and and then you knock somebody out, right? Yeah. So that's yeah, pretty so exciting. I just went to get fit. I I we're getting fit. I got as fit as I could. Then I started sparring. I enjoyed that. And then I had my first fight. Stopped her, but well, stopped her in the third round, and then I wanted to carry on. So that's so cool. <laughs> yeah, that's that's good for for the people in the United States. The the GB and is Great Britain. Those are it's Great Britain and what's the other one? Uh, the England. The England. It, it, you like doing England path when you like when you're on GB, you're kind of on your way to the Olympics, sort of thing. Oh, okay. I, I I used to know this um, fighter that was an amateur so long ago. I don't remember. I Oh, no, he was from Ireland. But uh, I don't know. I don't know how that's connected to you guys. I don't know why I just threw that in. I forgot. I thought he, I was going to... I thought he was from England, and then I was like, wait, never mind. He's from Ireland. Wrong country. <laughs> Whoopsie. Just kidding. <laughs> I thought I knew what I was talking about, but I don't. Per usual. <laughs> So your guys, um, the fight in the UK, the match, it's matchroom and it's going to be on Sky, right? One tonight. Mm-hmm. At 7 yeah. p.m. your yeah. guys' time. So it starts for us at 11. So yeah. we get boxing literally all day long today. Because wow. I think there's a small, okay, like 11. So 11, maybe like 3 o'clock, 11, 12, 1, 1 o'clock, like 1 o'clock here, our, the fights will end. But then there was yeah. fights yesterday night. Um, I think they were in Florida mm-hmm. on the like um, the Spanish station here. But they're gonna replay okay. them after your guys's the ma- after matchroom. So at two at one o'clock, then we have those fights, and then um, yeah, that's at two, and then at four thirty, the fights for ESPN start the Loma Chenko fights. So yeah, the big one, the big one. What do you, what do you, we already talked about it, but <laughs> we have talked about, we've it. talked about it already. So, um, I, your team Loma. Yay. Yes. We're also yes. team Loma. How did you see the weigh-ins? Yeah, I did. I, I saw it on, uh, on YouTube. Yeah. It's so intense, huh? Yeah, and the face off. Yeah, that was intense. yeah, that was super intense. I felt like they were holding him back a little bit. I know. I get so in, I get so like nervous even watching fights of of like our fighters or like um I I was I dated a fighter for about a year and a half, and so like every time he gets in the ring or every time like oh my gosh I would get so nervous like my heart wouldn't be able to stop, and so I I at our own fights I'm working anyways but I try and like not uh go out there as much like i try yeah. to stay in the back yeah because i get so nervous like i have get nervous of watching them yeah like i'm i'm nervous of the outcome even though most of the time i know they're gonna win i know our guy has i think all of his fights have won been won by knockout our prospect <laughs> but like still like i'm still scared like i still think like you know because you know there's so many things that could go wrong in that ring you know that, oh it's it's anyone's game though isn't it really mm-hmm. like even if you go in there as a favorite right. to win like any anything can happen in the boxing ring yeah because everybody keeps talking about um you know Lomachenko like he's older and he has the the experience like we say like we know he has the experience yeah. the only problem is that Lopez being young 
and he has the like brute strength that he He's has. Got some power. Yeah, and and like they say, anything can happen. Look at Lomachenko's second fight when he lost. Yeah, he lost to an older, I don't know, forty-year-old man, like a veteran, mm. and it was just not his night. It just didn't happen, you know. Yeah, you just gotta. You can't have an off day, can you? Because if you have an off day, mm-hmm. that just gives the opponent like. It just gives them the next step, doesn't it? Like, the yeah, advantage. Like the best um, example that I can think of on the top of my head is the Carl Frampton-Leo um, Santa Cruz fight. The, I didn't that one. Well, there's, there's been two, but the first one, Leo lost. But his dad was... His dad's really sick. His dad has cancer, so his dad at that time was really sick. And he didn't know, he wasn't in camp with him because he's, he's one of his main trainers. And he wasn't that whole time in camp with him because he was in the hospital. He was barely able to get in the ring with him to walk him. It was so sad. If you see his face, it's, yeah, he's really, he was really, really sick. So then, and then he lost, Leo lost that fight. And Carl won that fight. Like, he won that fight, you know, like... Uh, enough where even though i'm a leo fan i would i i know carl won that fight and you can tell that he wasn't mentally he wasn't there and it and even though he was there like physically he was ready mentally got to be mentally ready mm -hmm. as well yeah he wasn't i do agree with that you gotta be be physically ready but it's it's mental as well you know i think that's one of the things that made me um like get into boxing so much is because i it's not just fighting there's so many things that go into your guys's training like i had no idea i just was like a little crazy fan and i was like oh my gosh their bodies are amazing but the amount of work that goes into keeping those bodies is not fun it's not like we you know you have to, to get meal preps you guys have to have like certain therapies you have to make sure you're mentally prepared you're physically prepared you have a strength and conditioning coach. Like, no wonder you guys need all these sponsors because it's yeah. so expensive if you literally want to be on the top of your game. If, if you've got to, if, yeah, yeah, to, to be at the top of your game, you've got to have all that. Like, you've got to fit in, you got to fit in your cardio work and your mm-hmm. runs. You've got to fit in your strength and conditioning sessions. You've got to fit in the boxing. You've got to fit in the sparring. Sparring. And, I, and I've got a full-time job oh, yeah. on top of all that. <laughs> Yeah, that that our, our our fighter too. She's um the, the one that's ranked um number one. Um, Delilah Ruiz, yeah. the Cobra. She's um, she's a, a single mother of four. Wow. She's thirty four years old, and she's no, ranked number one in the United States. At that's nine, amazing. Yeah, that's, at nine and zero. There's that nothing that that girl can do that will not like have my respect. Like yeah, got my full respect with that because. I know, honestly, I know how hard it can be, like, trying to, jug- trying to juggle all that and my job at the same time, but mm-hmm. throw, throw some kids in there. I don't yeah, know exactly. So and, and, and she has a job. Like, she's a nurse. So she's got, wow. she works at the hospital. She goes to the gym. She's always training. She's always ready. All her fights are good. Like, it's so intense. I don't understand how you can have that much energy. Like, I have one child, and... My energy, like, kid sucks everything out of you, you know? Like... To do all that on top of it. Oh, no, no. I, I, I couldn't do what I'm doing now, like, with another child. I don't think I could. Yeah. 
Like it's too, it'd be too hard. So I don't see. So to women boxers that are have children, full time jobs, that is crazy because yeah. boxing is so much. And and I think that's like what got me into it was because I started learning everything, and I didn't understand the what is it called like the the little slogan the sweet science of boxing. Oh, yeah. I didn't yeah. understand, like, how much science could it be? You're just throwing bombs in there. But even that, having put gloves on and realizing that those gloves are not light, those gloves, they actually, like, weigh something. And it's all, like, there's so much stuff that goes into you, what you guys do. Like, it's crazy. Like, I can't, I, I couldn't even, like, I'm up in the morning and I can take pictures of you guys, but that's about it. Like, <laughs> I'll report on you guys. I'll just watch from afar. You guys can do what you do. <laughs> I'm not I'm not having that. But you guys are another... What sh you guys should be, like, super women for doing what you guys do. And you've, got to, you've got to juggle your time properly, and you've, you've just got to be prepared for everything. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Ho hopefully that works, right? Yeah, so far. Right. It's working for me. Uh, and so the the fight that I was actually really excited about was for today was besides the Lomachenko fight was that um the Rankin and Sarah and Savannah Marshall and they're not fighting anymore. Yeah, they're not fighting anymore. That's um, horrible. Because Fury I was got. To that one. I everybody was getting excited, and then the the fact that they put um um what's her name Scottney on the on the card too. I was like, okay, two female fights in one day we're gonna get a treat and then yeah and it was a title fight wasn't it uh yeah i think it was yeah, yeah or wbo yeah wow they're middleweights i am looking forward to that um the ellie scotney fight yeah i don't i didn't um check what what weight does she fight at do you know oh, i'm not sure i have not checked the weight no i didn't i didn't i, I was almost there but um what does British and Irish Boxing Authority. Is that like a sanctioning body for you guys? Yeah, that's our boxing board. So over here we've got like the British Boxing Board of Control and then we've got um, Bieber, which is the British-Irish one. So I, so I haven't even... I'm under, I'm under the British-Irish one. What is it? Uh, it's British-Irish British Irish Boxing Board. Bieber. So you can be from... Is there titles in there? Do they have titles? Yeah, you can box the titles in there. I I literally have not looked into it because I was going through the rankings of all the other four sanctioning bodies here. <laughs> There's a lot in there. There's a lot to get your head around. Yeah, I, I'm on, I'm barely on, let me see. I started because I was writing down for, I was going to have um, a guy and he's in the 130 pound weight division, which is mm -hmm. close to the lightweight, you know, he's a junior lightweight. So he was close, and so I was going to talk to him a lot about the Lomachenko fight and the rankings, you know, for him, because he'll yeah. be soon in those rankings if he does go down to, um, stays at 130 or goes up to 135, which he's a big, a big 130. So I figured he would. So I had all this stuff, and then somebody asked me, what would I rank? And so I was, it's all, it's men though. And so I was thinking, okay, let me put this all together. So I put the whole super flyweight. Which mm -hmm. is one thirty, and they're fighting at one thirty-five. <laughs> so it's a different. Um, it's lightweight, 
So I kind of put this whole thing together in the beginning wrong. And then I started, then somebody asked me my rankings. So then I started getting all the rankings in order, like what I would, what, what I would do. This took hours of I my time, that. like hours of my time for no reason. None at all. The guy's <laughs> like, oh, can I see your rankings now? And I was like, I don't even want to show you. Like it took a lot of work. <laughs> it, it wasn't easy. But I was looking at the different polls. Mine was, I ran a poll to see who would win, Loma or um, Lopez. And 77% of my votes went to Lomachenko. Only 23% went to Lopez. I think that people are saying that they're going with Lopez. But if they had to put money on it, I don't think they would. I didn't think they would. No, I, I, I can tell a lot of... Um, a lot of people are like, oh, he's my friend, so I'm going to rock with him. You know, or I'm going to go with this guy because we're buddies, you know, or we're stable mates. So I'm going with top rank guy. But I'm like, come on, guys. Think with your head. Unless, unless, unless Lopez catches Lomachenko, which there's a possibility. There is a possibility. Yeah. And he has got power, hasn't he? So yeah, so it's I mean, possible. it is possible. But the chances of that possibility... Uh, a little, yeah, a little bleak. Yeah. And then I saw um, people were saying, um, like, I was looking for different crazy takes on the fight. And, well, Teofimo's dad says that they only need one round. Yeah. One round. One round. Oh, okay. Yeah, he said, we, he said, oh, we're gonna, we're gonna KO him. He said, but, um. We, we we probably don't even we probably only need one round, and I was like, ooh, a lot of people here uh, don't care for his the way his dad talks, because he's mm. he's an intense one. Yeah, seems it. Yeah, and then um, did you see the like? Um, it was so sad. It was a clip that they did um, for the fight, and they're interviewing um, Lopez, and since his dad's his coach. He's he started crying when they started asking him about his relationship with his father. No, don't see that one. Oh my God, it's like oh, tear it's jerking. It's so sad. No, he's like not happy tears. He's oh, like oh. sad. Like he's like legit sad. Like that his relationship with his dad has changed so much because his dad's like because he's his coach. Yeah. Because he's, his dad focuses so much on being his coach that he doesn't have time for him as a son. And oh, no. he's like, yeah. And so, my dad is my dad. And yeah, right? Okay. That's, what, that's exactly yeah. what he said. I think he said there's like, um, when he's talking, he said, you know, I, I wish I could have my dad just as my dad. But yeah. he's my coach, so I have to respect him. And he's like. He he starts like getting his. I think tears start coming out of his eyes, and he's like trying to hold back tears. And he's like, "It's different. It's just different. Our relationship's different now. It's not the same as before. Yeah, before I went pro and and got famous, it's not the same. And and then his dad, you you hear him in there like screaming at him at the gym, like cussing and being crazy. And I was like, oh no. And he's saying like, um, what did he say that his dad? His dad, his relationship with his dad, it's not the same. And he, he's, he's sad about it, but he's going to make the best of it. Oh, I know. I was like, that's so sad. But I know, like, 
um, your dad's not your coach, right? No, no. <laughs> I'm like, okay, just making sure. Like, no, I'm glad. He, I'm glad he's not because I'd hate that. that yeah, there. That that's like one of the biggest, um, like taboos in boxing is the, mm-hmm. the the father coaching. You know, because there's some like really great duos. You know, but there isn't. Um, I mean, besides like Fury, right? His dad is a coach. He's not his coach, but he's a coach, right? Yeah. And. I mean, Lomachenko's dad's been his coach, but their relationship seems pretty good. There's a lot of um, father-son relationships. It depends on the type of person you are as well. Yeah, because they're uh, some. Well, I guess maybe if your dad is like really tough, he's gonna be yeah. tough in boxing too. I know some. I guess some he families, wants the best for him as well, doesn't he? So he wants course. him to get as far as he can. Yeah, so he's, he'll be pushing him and encouraging him and stuff, but. Then he's kind of lost his dad. Right. Yeah. That's that's how one of my friends is. Um, here, he he was. I met him like a long time ago, training at Leo Santa Cruz's gym, and his dad's his coach. But it's so difficult because of their relationship that they're mm-hmm. always fighting. They're always like changing um, gyms because they his dad argues with people because of his son. Like, oh. It's so... I don't know. I don't like it. Sounds like a nightmare. Yeah. I, I, I think for me, like, I, w- I wouldn't be able to get comfortable and get and get my training done if that was happening in the background. It, it kind of put you off. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if I'd be okay with that. It'd be a distraction that. that you didn't need. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, even having, like, your family at the gym with you, it's kind of like a pressure that they don't need. Because yeah. one of one of my friends... Every time I go see him at the gym, his mom and sister are there. And they're just, like, looking at everybody like crazy. Anything that anybody says to him that's not, like, um, like, I would say, like, compliments. Because the people that are talking to him aren't, they're giving him, like, um, constructive criticism, you know? Not, Not to be mean or not to just, you know, talk shit to him. But to be, you know, honest with him and tell him what to do. And there are other coaches and other fighters, and then but his mom and sister are there. Like, what's going on? <laughs> like, it's so crazy, oh, so intense. I, I I'm like, oh, like I don't say anything at all. I don't even say hi. I just stand on my side and take pictures, like, because that's what I really, really love doing. I really love going to the gym and um, doing photography. That's how I started in boxing. I've seen some of your uh, your pictures that you've done on your Instagram. Yeah, I have, if if you scroll, like, back, like, my gosh, I've been with my promotion three years. Yeah. So, two years before that, I started taking, I, that's all I would do, because we had a gym close to where I lived in um, Palm Springs. Mm-hmm. It's in Southern California. And it's just maybe two hours from L.A. now where I'm at. But yeah. it, um, I was going to, it was um, coach, you know, I don't know if you ever heard of him, Joel Diaz. He trained, like. Um, Timothy Bradley. No. You know, you know who Tim Bradley is? No? <laughs> he no. fought like men. Okay, he's like one of the commentators um, on on Top Rank. Okay. He's like, um, he's like the black guy with like a round face and little eyebrows. But the only reason why... He, he's, yeah, he's, he's famous, but he's famous because he fought... Um... um Manny Pacquiao. 
Okay, I know that is. Yeah, I'm sure you know how many bad girls. But he beat, um, did he beat Manny Pacquiao? Or did they give it, like, well, everybody says, like, they gave it to him. But, like, he beat him, and then, like, he he fought with, he's actually from the, the, like, the city where I'm from. Where I was, yeah, yeah, Timothy Bradley. He has, he's from um, Cathedral City, which is in the Palm Springs Valley. So he, his, so he was close. So coach Diaz is, they're old, like Mexican. They're not old. I shouldn't say that, but they are older fighters. They were, you know, him and his brother were both fighters the Diaz brothers. And, um, they have their own gym and they train like a lot of Russians and guys from Uzbekistan Mm -hmm. and they have, what's his name? You know, I, I don't, you probably wouldn't know about. Israel Madravi, he's the like he's from like Ukraine or something. He has he's called the Dream Wonder Boy. They have a he has a lot of Russians and and Middle Eastern fighters um that he trains. So he would let me go out there like any day, any time. The gym's like ten minutes from me and I can go take pictures and practice. So I started doing that like six years ago. That is really cool. And it's really one of my favorite things to do. Like, if I, I would, I can be at a gym and literally I have sweat all my makeup off. I have like half an eyelash hanging on because I'm in the gym <laughs> taking pictures, like sweating, dying in there. Especially right now because of COVID, um, the gyms are supposed to be closed here. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they closed that. Yeah, they're still closed here. Oh, our okay. our gym is closed because it's kind of like in a fancy area. Where there are a lot of like patrolling, but like in the in the more ghetto areas, they don't really care. So the gyms are open. Okay. They're just they're just like behind um, like behind closed doors. Yeah. And they're they're still having their they like I went to a gym in South Central and it was full, but they're not supposed to be open. Ours are open over here, but um, they've only allowed a, a limited amount of people in at a time. And, like, if you've been on something, you need to wipe it down with, like, a, um, an antibacterial wipe or something when so then the next person can use it. But they, they can only have so many people in this gym, but at least we can have them open. Yeah, that would be nice to have them. They, I think they opened them here, and then, like, the next week they closed them again. Oh, okay. And they haven't... They haven't had um, any reopenings because of, um, I guess, like, the cases are going up higher, you know? Are they going up higher over? Yeah, they are because the more stuff is open. Um, They're having now events, like, with thousands of people. But, I mean, obviously people don't really care because here in L.A., the Lakers won basketball. I don't know what about playoffs. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> the, they won the tournament here I don't know but the Lakers won that's the team here in Los Angeles and they had like parades in the street they were crazy nobody's, <laughs> nobody's wearing masks it's, a, it's wild so <laughs> yeah they don't really care here but I've it, heard it, the Lakers before yeah I've okay you, you got the Lakers we got Manny Pacquiao we're doing good yeah. we're doing good <laughs> we're doing good <laughs> But, yeah, so I'm sure um, the COVID numbers are going up here. Um, they are here, but I think they're trying to keep it... I, I don't... I think they're trying to keep it as, like, normal as possible. Like, 
they're not trying to shut everything down like they did last time but i think they're just kind of put kind of trying to put more restrictions in and like limit the amount of people but then they're trying to avoid closing everything again yeah i i think the only thing that we did get though we did get like barber shops open hair salons and nail salons because we were dying without nail salon. I thought I was going to go crazy. I had no nails for almost a month. That's a long time for me. No nails. I think I my nails like that. I know. I get them in my boxing gloves. There's girls that have nails and and at the gym and they put them in gloves. They're I, crazy. I don't have to do that. Mine are quite short. Oh, my I don't even know if my real nails now grow. I mean, they have to, but I don't know where they are. And they're so thin. If I were to break one of these, oh my God, I would die. I would die. The pain, because my real nail is so weak and thin, it basically would rip off. Ouch. So, getting them stuck indoors. And I like them long because I'm annoying. I don't know. I like to annoy people and go like... You like tapping? Mm-hmm. Make the noise just, just to bug people. Like, what time is it? What time is it? <laughs> but... I, I like my nails super long. And I try to always, the the length, I try to always make sure I can still close a fist because it's very difficult. If they make them a little bit, then I can't even close my a fist in case I want to fight. Like, wouldn't be able to. Just in case. Yeah, just, just, you never know, just in case. You never know. Gotta stay ready, you never know. <laughs> but, no, I just started... That's today. Today's Saturday. I just started a couple of days ago. I got my first um, shot and I'm starting some medication with the nutritionist so I can drop like 30 pounds. Wow. I know. That's a lot. I know. (laughs) I'm so like, I mean, I'm I'm happy, but at the same time, I'm kind of like nervous, like. That means I'm gonna have to shop all over again. I have a lot of clothes. Like, what's gonna? You'll be able to get all new clothes though. I know, but I love my clothes. I have so much. My boss tells me, "Why do you need so much stuff?" And I'm like, "I don't know. I don't like to get rid of clothes. I like because I, I'm the same. I don't even wear them often. Like, I mean, I do wear clothes often, but I mean, like, (laughs) (laughs) like, um." I don't like to wear the same thing all the time. So, like, every yeah. dress every dress I've ever worn to our promotion, I won't wear again. Every dress I've worn to, like, a big fight, I won't wear it again. Really? Yeah. Because oh. there's always pictures or little... Okay, I, I used to. Oh, well, yeah. I used to have um, green hair. Mm-hmm. Like, bright, bright green. Like, a teal green, bright, bright. Like, for, like, two years. I couldn't get rid of it. I tried. <laughs> I tried to get rid of it. I even went red, like full red in 2018. And then like last year, I was letting it, the, the, the color get out, try to get my hair back healthy. But I had green hair and everybody would say, oh, I saw you on TV. Oh, I saw your green hair. Like, oh my gosh, I would get so embarrassed. Like, because I would be in the media section and the the TVs, you know, they're going over. We're interviewing fighters and... You and then of course I'm gonna stand out because I have green hair, like bright green hair. I guess it's kind of different though, like in your job and also being in LA as well. Like 
people might notice if if you wore the same dress like twice but I think for me over here like I'm in jeans and a hoodie every day or if I'm at the gym I'm in my shorts and my t-shirt and I don't wear dresses that often so oh my god I think people wouldn't notice <laughs> like who's that who's that new girl <laughs> with the dress yeah. on <laughs> like I do wear them like I am quite girly to be honest like I love I love wearing like pink things I love fluffy mm-hmm. um uh like if I go out with like work or my friends before COVID obviously I can't go yeah, out anymore. yeah I'll wear I'll wear a dress um but if I'll wear it more than once like no one notices over here <laughs> here i think like this no, this part this shirt is so pretty and sparkly like i love it so much but i wore it to my um co one of the co-workers um birthday party so i don't think i'll be able to wear it again that's why i put it on today but it's so pretty it's the prettiest sparkly and and it like flares out so you can't see my tummy uh, you can see it in this little tiny window but like I, I love this. I I know I'm never gonna wear it again though, and she I have. She might do. And she I might. and I have a lot of dresses, and I'm like, I know I'm never gonna wear you again. You're so pretty. I give them to my nieces. I have teenage nieces. Oh, that's good then. So yeah. at least you're not like throwing them away. Like, no, the, the 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 like my dress. I sometimes I even want it back. I see my niece wearing it, but the dress that I wore to um. Uh, Luke Campbell. Linares, you know okay. Luke Campbell, right? Yeah, I knew Luke Campbell. Yeah. <laughs> so Luke Campbell Linares, it was on my birthday two years ago, like right on my birthday, September twenty third. So I was super excited because I got we were in the front row, like in the same row as Linares's family. Oh, but that was cool. Oh my gosh! And then then he knocked down. He didn't knock him out, but he knocked down Luke Campbell. My gosh, yeah. we were so close, like. Everybody was freaking out. It was that was like the best day ever. But I wore the prettiest dress too because I had my green hair. I had this like really pretty dress and it had embroider on it. Like, and so I see my niece wearing it now and I'm like, that's a pretty. I want that back. (laughs) I see the pictures of me in it sometimes when I'm scrolling in my phone and they're like from 2017 or 2018 and I'm like, oh my god, it's so pretty that dress. I think that was yeah, that's the only time I've ever worn it and then I gave it to her. Wow. So I I just worried that like because of TV people are gonna see see me and then point out that I'm wearing like the same dress or I see yeah. some of the other media reporter girls and then I'm like oh they're wearing the same thing that they were last oh, time yeah. or in their Instagram pictures they're wearing the same dress the same and I'm month. like obviously they own it it's a dumb thing to say because obviously they own the dress they're wearing it in their Instagram picture but to see yeah. them like in person wearing it I'm like hmm. I don't know if I want to do that. I don't know if I like that idea. So I have a lot of clothes. I'm 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 super girly, if you can't already tell. <laughs> I love pink. Pink's my... Pink, pink is one of my favorite colors. Green is... Oh, same. Mine. Green, Mine green is my favorite, favorite color. Like green, which... My car's green. Your car's green? Yeah. A green like bright car? green. What? I have a green car. I'll send you a picture. I'll show you. Oh my gosh. I have a you'll red car, it. but if you like if you like green, you'll love my car. I love green. It's my <laughs> I I wish I always think about it all the time like how can I get a green car? Like I'll, I'll send you a picture of mine. I'll oh. show you. 
Mine, mine is um, my what kind of car do you have? A Vauxhall Corsa. Oh, oh what? A Corsa. A cruiser. You might not get them in LA. No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't know what that is. You'll know what my car is because it's from Germany. It's a Mini Cooper. Oh, I used to have one of those. Wait. I had one of them before. I had. I got this one. Yeah, mine. I used to have a blue one. A blue. I used to have a blue one. Yeah. I have a red one, but I think it's because um, when I moved here, my promoter gave it to me. But he, our promotion is called Red Boxing, and it's red, like most of his cars. So yeah, so I think it's kind of like a little bit of a, a little bit of promotion, a little bit of. Yeah. He really Definitely. likes the color red. He really likes it, and I like green, and I want a green car. <laughs> I'll green. show you mine. Let me see. I don't even know how long we've been on this stream for. Doesn't it doesn't even say, huh? Um, nope. on my forty three minutes. Okay. So real quick before we end, what um, who are fighters that you are looking forward to fighting sometime in your career? Oh no, we froze. It's back. Yeah, it's back. Um, when I first started, when I first like wanted to, well, was gonna turn professional back end of last year, I always had it in my head that I would eventually want to box um Nicola Adams, um, but now she's retired. Yeah, so I can't. <laughs> um, and then there was another another lady called Lisa Whiteside who I boxed when I was in the amateurs, and then she turned professional. Um, so I had it again. I had it in my head. I'll box her again uh, one time. But now she's having a baby, and when she comes back, she's going into a higher weight category. So that's off the cards now. So I'm not really sure. I, I'll box. I'll box anybody in my weight within reason. Um, I love a challenge. So I'm up for anything. That's. I'm glad to hear. But luckily, we, we can start. Um getting you more promotion and then you can make your way to the u.s huh Uh, it's so funny because for us i don't think there's any um like there's fighters here that are like oh i can't wait to make it to the uk (laughs) like yeah and then we're the opposite yeah you guys are like let's go fight in the u.s and then it's so all the fighters that i meet from the uk are like one one when one day when i get to the usa and i'm like no i want to go there like don't leave. I'll be there. I'll find you there. Don't worry. Like, uh, like even, I mean, look, Michelle Joy Phelps, she's from here. And, and mm-hmm. she went to the UK and just didn't come back. Like, she's, she's your guys' now. She's, she just, she moved there and everything. Now she's, yeah. Yes, yeah, she moved, yeah, she, moved. Wow. she moved there. Um, like, right before COVID, I think she moved um, to London. Or, uh-huh. is London and Manchester the same thing? No, London's the capital. Manchester's quite a way away from London. Oh, but it's a part of it? It's... No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Everything Two different is... cities. Yeah, I, I just hear all these, like, random names all the time. Like, and, and or people, like, going to different universities and then they're, like, naming places. I have, like, no idea. Like, I can't. How? I can't. I don't know these things. And I, it's... It's too much, um, as it is, I 
contain my brain full of thoughts that I don't need, full of facts that I don't need, but <laughs> apparently I have to start learning. But I do really, really thank you for coming on my show and getting, you know, to know you. And I really, really hope that your career takes off and we stay watching. And one day you come to the United States. I It's going to be like your, um, like who you want to fight. You know, the, the, both of them are out of the picture now. By the time you yeah. get to the United States, I'm going to be in the UK. So... <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully we yeah they're, we they're both out of the picture so I'll just take each fight as it comes now so and then wherever I get to we'll see and then keep me updated keep me um we'll put all your links in and of course um I'll be watching and of course thank recording. you for having me on your show as well yes and uh, and hopefully uh, yeah and hopefully you'll come on again we can hopefully, do more yeah. after your fight we can get a little checkup on you and see how things went. Yeah, so, after the twenty first, that'd be good. Yeah, that'll be super. Would it be an all female show and everything? Yes, so yes. I'm gonna, really I'm gonna try and see if I can get a hold of um, some more fighters on that card too, and then yeah, maybe well, I there's can the do... other two girls from my gym. Oh yes, so. the other two girls. They're doing. Yeah. They're both doing but, their pro debuts, right? Yeah, I can get you some names of people from on that fight card as well. Yeah, send them to me and then we can do, um, I can get their interviews before because they're going to be pro debuting and then after your fight, then of course we can talk to you again and yeah. see how your fight's going and what your management wants to do from there, but I thank you so much, thank you for coming thank on you. and we'll have another chat soon, so I'm going to end the broadcast me. now, yes I'm going to end it so, on the my, I'll send you all the links I'll send yeah. you what everything is, but it'll be on Apple, Spotify, Google, um, channel, oh, The Beauty of Boxing. It'll be on um, Twitter. It'll be on my Twitter's The Beauty in Boxing. And my yeah. Instagram, The Beauty of Boxing. Or Melody Joy. You can find me. Google us. You'll find us. <laughs> Thank you guys for watching. Have a nice day. Also, guys, her name is pronounced Nicola, but for some reason I can't get that and I keep saying Nicola, so bear with me.